Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Healthy Marriage Podcast, a podcast aimed at strengthening the most important asset of all families, the marriage. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach and researcher, and speaker on topics such as gender abuse, sexual ethics, trauma, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we will focus on strengthening marriages, encouraging families, and tools for practical living, such as how to have hard conversations with my kids about hard subject matters. I will demonstrate many of these with my own children via these podcasts. We are sponsored by the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to strengthen the family, and it all starts with marriages. Join in on the conversation in our free Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash the healthy marriage. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Healthy Marriage Podcast. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and today we're going to look at dating um, from my book, I Can't Say That, and looking forward to morphing this podcast into some more focus on not only kids, but also marriage. Um, The Warrior Marriage Podcast is what it's becoming, so I'm excited about what's to come. Um, But today we're going to look at dating. So here we go um, from I Can't Say That. Single, never married is a status on the rise. Newly single, divorce has also increased in past years. Whether they delay marriage or experience divorce, there is a highly high probability that your son or daughter will find themselves single as adults. They are still sexual beings, though, and need to develop the skills that will allow them to build healthy relationships and steward their sexuality. Think through the following and commit to further study. Do you have an approach, method, or system for healthy dating and relationship building that you can share with your child? Do you want your child to do as you did? Building a strong, healthy framework for dating is critical in being able to avoid the pain that most seem to go through as young adults or when they find themselves single again after a marriage ends. An arena of tremendous controversy in human sexuality is masturbation, the M-word. What does the medical field say? What does culture say? What about the church? What ought my response be to my son or daughter that engages in this behavior? How do I teach them and prepare them to make wise, conscious choices? As we learn more about trauma, the counseling community is realizing that its presence has a serious impact on the one who bears it. It is critical to address past trauma as it tends to have a high rate of resurrection haunting its victims. One of its tools that haunts and takes root is shame. Shame is a destroyer of our soul, our motivation, and any vision we might have had for a bright future. It cripples us in many areas of our life, robbing us of confidence and forward momentum. Forgiveness, for many, is a four-letter word, yet it holds the key to the freedom we desire. To be able to move forward beyond trauma, you and your child will need to be able to express both sorrow and gratitude. Have you wept for the loss you endured due to the trauma? Have you been able to orient your heart toward gratitude for the other blessings um, in your life? Gratitude cannot coexist with shame. The peace found in joy is not found through penance. Equipping our children with skills that will minimize the impact of potentially traumatic life events is a start. Developing resilience that helps them rise above difficulties, disappointments, and pain is a critical life skill. Yes, it will start with us learning the skills, but then we must intentionally lead our children in practical ways to manage their hurts. I want you to find this freedom to live and lead well. This podcast, we're going to focus on dating, and the next two, we'll be focused on on the other two parts, the M-word and um, 
trauma. Singleness, sexuality, and dating. Imagine that your son is 16 and dating a fellow 16-year-old peer. Are you ready? Are they prepared to steward that kind of responsibility? Your 21-year-old is sexually active. Are they prepared to steward that responsibility? What is dating? What is this word from the past called courtship? I want to share a practical framework as you guide your children toward a biblical sexual ethic in their relationships with others. Your sons and daughters are sexual beings. They have been from birth. As they grow, the level of stewardship required is proportional to their physical and hormonal maturity. It does not come with a switch. It takes conscious decision-making and forethought. Make, uh, most of the decisions that I see teenagers and young adults making are based on convenience and impulse. Let's develop forethought and strength of character in our children before they face the temptation of desire in their relationships. Your 12-year-old needs guidance on how to steward these awkward feelings and attractions. Are you teaching them, or are you relegating this to their school or your church? Imagine that your 16-year-old daughter has been invited to the prom by a senior. What your daughter does with this invitation and at this event will be determined by the hundreds of micro-conversations she has had with you over the years. These micro-conversations prepared her to have a plan and the confidence to execute that plan. I'm not offering you an opinion on whether she should go or not. That is up to you and the convictions of your family. I am saying that if she does choose to accept the invitation, it is imperative that she already have a biblical sexual ethic that guides her boundaries and that she can express and defend without apology. Can you teach your child ethics and morals in their teen years and expect that to guide them to make wise decisions throughout their adolescence and young adult years? This must have begun earlier and in years earlier. Younger than you probably think. Help your child see that they are the stewards of their body and their attractions, desires, and leanings. They are the only, or they are the one responsible for their actions to others and to the Lord. Their actual thoughts and feelings are data points, but the next step of the choosing action taking is fully within their control. This is taught, and this is modeled. Celibate single adults face an uphill battle today. It requires an extremely honest assessment of God's word and the risks and consequences of your choices. We choose. Our children choose. Part of our job in raising our children is to prepare them for the feelings, desires, and lusts that will pull at them from all directions. If you watch a car commercial for a, for a car that is out of your price range, then you know that one of the tricks up their sleeves, the idea that you deserve it. If we are not careful, we buy into the lie that we deserve just about anything. Do we, though? What we believe about this will be taught in our homes, intentionally or not. The truth is that we only deserve punishment for our sins, but God sent his son Jesus to this earth to die for you and for me. We do not deserve anything good in the strictest definition of the word. Rich Mullins wrote a song called Doubly Good to You. A line from the song says, If you find someone that is faithful, if you find someone that's true, thank the Lord, he's been doubly good to you. And the truth is that sex is good. Nudity is amazing. Our bodies are works of art. If you are able to say 
that and believe it, you can see that the stewardship God expects of us is not to limit us, but rather to free us. When we believe this, we are free from worry about those things and can eagerly live full lives. Sex outside of God's design invites bondage, fear, and worry. Now let me introduce you to the relationship continuum. In their book, Soul Virgins, Dr. Doug Rosenau and Michael Todd Wilson presented a way to look at dating and courtship that completely revolutionizes the conversation. Dating and courtship are almost meaningless words in conversation because their definitions vary so much from person to person. By using new terminology, you'll be able to help your older child, even adult, navigate relational waters. If your goal for yourself or a child is a successful, vibrant, and happy marriage, then this is for you. Picture yourself walking down a path that originates with you being single and unattached and ends at being happily married to your best friend. Do you want to walk on this path with multiple people, only to eventually lose each other in the woods, or would it be wiser to carefully choose only a few, or preferably just one, to walk with you, even if you eventually choose different forks in the path? Not every love story begins with friendship, but they end up becoming the best of friends along the way, making friendship foundational. Through our interactions in the world, we are constantly connecting. So through the process of connecting, you are provided with the data you need to know to determine what you like or dislike, your standards, and even your ideal of a life partner. The danger in this stage, the connecting stage, is that one can set impossible standards that no one can meet. As you are connecting, you will find yourself in conversations that last longer with a few people. Then eventually you find those few have narrowed down to one. This is called coupling. Some of these relationships will last for a longer season than others. The danger during this stage is to get too physical, and so that must be stewarded carefully. The goal of coupling is to move with one person toward covenanting in marriage. The vocabulary presented here from Soul Virgins makes it easy to see the stages of relational life. Connecting is what we do with everyone in your circle, from close friends to acquaintances to strangers on the street. Coupling is the pairing up that we traditionally define as dating or courting. Covenanting is marriage, and it is a lifetime commitment. Now, imagine stepping stones that move you from connecting to coupling and then to covenanting. The first stepping stone is friendship. Hopefully, you can begin with a friendship as a solid foundation. A friend that piques your interest and that you intentionally decide to go out with is one that you are considering. This person has now piqued your curiosity. This step is one of evaluation and requires time, energy, investment, and conversations. The physical aspect of the relationship should be reined in so that it does not cloud your judgment. If this person makes the cut, we would then move into an engaged-to-be-engaged step called confirming. Here you are confirming that you both feel certain about continuing to walk down this path together. A ring, future plans, and dreams are discussed. This is soon followed by the ring in the committing stage. This is engagement and should be short.
The time here is spent intentionally preparing for marriage. It is important to remember that this is only the beginning, the beginning of a beautiful life together in marriage. The relationship continuum provides us with a broader range of words that allow us to better identify where one is at in a relationship. The boundaries of physical intimacy are different at each stage. Obviously, very minimal physical involvement would be experienced in the connecting stage with friends and with those we are considering. Intercourse and genital-focused experiences are reserved for the covenanting stage of marriage. I like to say that dating is like marketing, but it needs to be put into its rightful place. Many use this term to say they are exclusive, but going out on a date should be something you can do with one person tonight and a completely different person tomorrow night without being hurtful. How can this be? This can happen if those truly in the connecting stage have a boundary of no physical touch and have not indulged in long, soul-bearing conversations. If this time is used to get to know one another, it can be an experience that allows someone to see what kind of person they enjoy hanging out with. This is best in groups, but can be done one-on-one if boundaries are in place. Courtship is a traditional change of status from single to taken. It is exclusive. This person is not seeing anyone else, and the young man has asked the young lady's father for permission. Though this is considering considered by many to be archaic, courtship would include the confirming and committing stages of relationship continuum. This is part of the coupling stage. Why does this matter? You must be proactive in preparing your children to navigate very difficult waters. There will be pressures from every side regarding what they should do, who they should do, uh, who they should be, and what risks they ought to take. If you have educated them with a game plan and a great vocabulary, they will be able to intentionally navigate relationships and intermarriage with as little baggage as possible. The fact is, is we have choices. Now is the time to be deliberate in deciding your sexual ethic. Teaching began with us as parents, but in the end, it is on the shoulders of our 12-year-old when he or she is alone at a friend's house. What will he do, what will she do, when some buddies or friends decide to enter an older sister's room and catch her naked? It is up to your 16-year-old daughter who desperately wants to be loved to decide what to do when a boy at school asks for some nude pictures. It is up to your son to walk away on his own at the park when his group of friends huddle around a screen looking at pornography. In the end, the responsibility is on our children. And may you as a mom and dad lead well, be a great example, and show, be, be someone that they can look up to and guide them well. Bless you and bless your family. Thank you for tuning in to the Healthy Marriage Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence and definitely not alone. Find out more about all that we do at HealingLives.com. I want to see your family and specifically your marriage thrive. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. And to access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. It's an honor to serve.